This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. 202-224-3121. Make sure you call the uh, make sure you call the uh, the Senate, your senator, and let them know that you're not going to forget this, that they're feckless until Rand Paul. And these are the good guys. But tell them, hey, the, the cutesy thing on Hannity with the night before Christmas. No, no. Nope. Won't wash. Will not wash. Ron Johnson with the with the uh, with your amendment on um, on the uh, on the. Um, uh, the gateway drug, uh, the lease of this, the earmarks won't want, won't hack it. All of you guys, Cruz, all you guys, all you guys sitting there, look in the mirror every day and see a president of the United States. You get up there when you're shaving and you're brushing your teeth and you're looking right in that mirror and you're looking right there and say, that right there is a commander in chief. That right there is a future president of the United States, Josh Hawley. Where were you guys? Why did this thing go through? Why was it not stopped? Why did you not pull out every technique? impossibility to stop it. Kevin McCarthy, how did you have this great awakening a couple weeks ago where you got up there and says, you know, this is too much money. We're spending too much money. This is too much money. It's not about the money. Of course, the money's obscene, but it's about you gaining the gavel now. That was a vote of no confidence in you and your leadership. That was the Senate saying, and, and, and there's an article by a guy on CNN who's a conservative, works over the ethics, uh, policy, and ethics. I think so, uh, Santorum used to be a conservative. And he's saying, actually, the buried lead here, it's good because it gives McCarthy a year to get his sea legs and doesn't have to take any tough votes. That's what they think of. This is a condemnation of you, Kevin McCarthy. This is what they think of you. They don't think you're ready for the job. They gave the gavel to Nancy Pelosi. That's what happened. That's what happened here. This was so you got Matt Gates running around, and you you got uh, you got uh, you know Anna Paulina Luna and Eli Crane, and you got uh, uh, you got uh, uh, the guys in Montana and and South Carolina, and they're saying we're hard nosed. You got Andy Biggs out there, so we're hard nosed, we're hard nosed, no, we're hard nosed. Here was the biggest hard no. Oh, and you got our own Steve Cortez. He's an MTG. They're coming on here and they're saying, hey, he's not perfect, but he's he's good enough. Hey. The Senate voted. They, 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 they said what they think of your leadership. You're not ready. They took the gavel out of your hands. Just make sure when you make you call the senator and say, hey, look, we really appreciate all you guys looking right in that mirror and seeing a future president of these United States. And you can go down the list and check them all. We see exactly what you thought of MAGA, the deplorables, even the established Republicans, that you would rather give the dead hand of Nancy Pelosi another another year on the on the tiller. Right there, right? Let's why not? Why not? Hey, she got bigger stones than all of you guys. So why not? Let's give it to her. Why not? Let's do it. Come on. Let's just do it. We did it. Let's do it. 
You voted for it. That's what this is about. This is not. And please don't give me the the fifty thousand dollars for the bees and going through that crap. Been doing that crap forever. That's not what this is about. It's not about fifty thousand for bees and a hundred thousand for salamanders and they got drag queen stuff. Yeah, it's all that. It's all horrific. This is structural. This is massive. But it also shows you the mentality of the elites. They don't care. It's a hundred trillion dollars. So this Christmas, have a merry Christmas. But when you're sitting around. And looking at the little ones, the rugrats crawling around, opening the gifts, understand the America that they're going to grow up in, the America that they're going to have to get a, a, you know, married and family formation and kids, not the America that you grew up in. So for 13 or 14 generations, what's been bequeathed to us has always been better, always been better. And those people that build, you look out in Arizona today. You think of that wilderness they went out in Arizona in the 1840s and the 1850s and the 1860s, the 1870s, 1880s. You think of that vast wilderness and what they did and how downrange they were thinking and what they sacrificed. Look at that today when you see that trial. Think about that. And think about these corrupt. This is, this is the Roman Empire. This is how it collapsed. This is how it collapsed. There's a great scene. I'm going to get to, I got Floyd Brown and Michael Patrick Leahy. There's a great thing. They made a film called The Decline and uh, Fall or The Decline of the Roman Empire with Alec Guinness as it was really the what the gladiator ripped this movie off to make a modern version of, essentially. But it was about Marcus Aurelius in the in the time of the end of the of the good emperors in the, the fall, you know, around 350, I think, the fall of the bad emperors. In the most powerful scene in the movie, the most powerful scene in the movie is the very last scene. It starts up in just like uh, just like Gladiator up in the on the Rhine with the German tribes, right? They're up there in the middle of winter. The legions are fighting the the barbarians at at the at the frontier. In the very end of the film, they're back in Rome, and the barbarians are all coming in. The Visigoths are all they're all coming in. Uh, they're all coming in and, and and taking over Rome. And the Senate is seeing the Senate, the great Senate, Senate people of Rome. They're sitting there and they're auctioning off their votes. They're sitting there auctioning off their votes. The camera pulls back, and that's the fall of the Roman Empire. That's the name of the film, the fall of the Roman Empire. They auctioned off their votes. Yesterday is a day of infamy and shame. Zelensky's a lobbyist for Ukraine. What he's doing for his people, fine, do it. Now, you've led your people, 40,000 are dead, civilians, according to the Pentagon. 100,000 troops are dead, according to the president of EU. Right. You've led him into a charnel house. Like Mershire said, the elites, uh, the Ant Apple bombs, these people have been leading the people in Ukraine into a charnel house, into a charnel, a slaughterhouse. Right. And you, the taxpayers now, with all those guys with their Ukrainian flags on and slobbering all over him, just going to lead to more. And now we're going to escalate it so that we don't have to have a proxy war. We have a good old fashioned shooting war on the Eurasian landmass. Remember, FDR and the people around him, there was zero chance. We were not going to get involved in that part of the conflict. That was the Russians, right? Around Stalingrad and around Kursk, massive battles, biggest battles in human history. Not for us. The casualties would have been too much. It would have made D-Day and, uh, and, uh, and the drive through France and Market Garden, all of it look tiny in comparison, no chance of involvement, but not this regime and this Republicans and Democrats, Republicans and Democrats. So call 202-224-3121 and tell them you know exactly what they did. Don't only give you any happy talk, you know, 
Don't let, I think we'll play this afternoon. Rand Paul's the sweater the night before Christmas, all this little, that's funny, isn't it? No, it's not funny. And you had every bit of power to stop it. All of you. And you're all guilty. Let's go to, uh, you got Floyd Brown, Michael Patrick Leahy. Floyd, give me your assessment of yesterday. I know we're into the trial now. Richard Barris, I think, is up there. Give us your assessment of where we stand. The Arizona Republic was not impressed. There were a lot of very difficult issues that were brought up and concerns and suspicions. But the Arizona Republic, the paper out here said she didn't really bring the receipts. What say you, Floyd Brown, Western Journal? Well, I think it was devastating. And, and frankly, Steve, we're dealing with that same uniparty here in Arizona. And uh, also, we're dealing with two political parties that are seriously compromised by the cartels that are on our border. They're not just on our border. They're operating right here in the city of Phoenix. So what people don't understand is that this is the line. This, this is where we decide whether or not we have a free country whether or not America is going to continue to exist the way it, it, it has in the past. Fundamental to that is, do we get to pick who our leaders are? And I think Perry Lake brought it home yesterday. I thought her lawyers did an excellent job. First of all, Scott Jarrett, um, he basically said that there was no way that there could be this 90-inch image on the 20-inch ballot. And as a result of that, uh, uh, clearly, um, there was malfeasance on election day and there was testimony brought that that in fact would have changed the outcome of the election. So I, I thought that the late team did a great job. And plus you've got over, we, we totally learned yesterday from Stephen Richter, the Maricopa County reporter, that there is no legitimate chain of custody. And this is required by law. You know, the, the truth is I'm sick and tired of these people saying, oh, well, we just didn't do, you know, we just didn't dot our I's and cross our and it's all good. No, what we have here is a situation that is completely ripe for fraud. We have over 300,000 ballots. We don't know where they came from. Where did ballots come from? They could have been produced by the cartel for all we know. And uh, so, uh, yes, I thought very late made an excellent case. I think it's shown that this Maricopa County election and the Maricopa County recorder were criminally malfeasant. And uh, we know they didn't obey their laws. We know they didn't obey the, the election laws of the state of Arizona. In fact, Ken Bennett, the former Secretary of State, said as much. Uh, he, he did an affidavit in uh, the Abe Hamaday case, but he also spoke yesterday with uh, a Western Journal and told us directly that these people in Maricopa County violated Arizona law. So, you know, it's coming out, Floyd, but uh, corruption is just flowing out. Yeah, F F Floyd, hang on for one second. We're bringing Michael Patrick Leahy. Michael, you've got a, a piece up in the Arizona Sun-Times. Walk me through the Arizona Sun-Times assessment of the situation, sir. Our reporter there in Phoenix, Neil Jones, did a, a really great job outlining what happened on the day. Remember, Steve, this is a truncated two-day trial, right? It's very, very narrow. And there are two complaints that must be addressed. Wrongdoing must be proven uh, that there were illegal tabulator problems with the printers on Election Day and that the critical chain of custody documents do not exist. After that wrongdoing uh, is established, however, the Kerry Lake team 
must demonstrate to the judge that it altered the outcome of the election. I think I have a little more uh, mixed review uh, than Floyd on this. Uh, remember, uh, the, the Lake team brought six witnesses. They used up four and a half hours of their five hours in this truncated trial. I will note that Stephen Ricker uh, didn't even bother to show up in person. He was there via Skype, and he, I thought, showed disrespect, and others did, for the court by showing up in a T-shirt. The judge didn't seem to mind that, uh, but uh, in he terms did of that. The, hold on, hang on, ho, 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 yo, yo, yo. He did that on purpose. He's on vacation somewhere. I think it's I don't, either Panama City, Florida, or he's in Panama. I couldn't. But he's sitting there. Too. He looks like he just came off the beach of surfing. He's got a T-shirt. He's and he's very flippant in his answers. It's to show he has no respect for the people of Arizona. Obviously, no respect for Kerry Lake. No respect for the process. But he had no respect for the for the judge. And I think the judge has been pretty even-handed. But the judge accepted. I thought everybody had to stand and deliver in the courtroom. I didn't know we were going to beam guys in. Uh, and he showed he had no respect for the process. You know, it, it, you know Floyd Brown and Steve Bannon and Michael Impact Leahy, and they all get worked up as as all they want. But hey. Screw you. I'm coming off and can we pick it up? Cause I get, get back out. There's a, you know, it's going to be good surfing this morning and I want to get back out there. The, see, uh, the, lady, best, witness, yeah, go the ahead. best witness was Heather honey who did a wonderful yep. job establishing that their, uh, their, a chain of custody did not exist on election day. Today, the defendants are going to try to make the claim that there is such, they haven't presented any of that evidence yet. And there was this back and forth between Tom Liddy, Liddy, the attorney for Maricopa County, uh, where uh, he was trying to establish that it was legal to ballot harvest uh, by inserting ballots, vote-by-mail ballots, uh, into the stream without any authentication. And she corrected him on a point of law <laughs> and said that would be, they would be called invalid ballots in that case. And he just stopped his questioning. That was a real okay. highlight for her. On Getter, on my Getter account right now, the trial's going on. I think Real America's Voice got it up on Rumble, and I think you got Ben Burkwam there who's there giving some commentary. Go to my Getter right now. Watch it. I'm going to keep Floyd and uh, Michael Patrick Leahy uh, for a few minutes on the other side. I want to get down to the to the technicalities of, of how they prove that Arizona law, Arizona statutes were actually breached yesterday in the testimony that was given. Okay, short commercial break. We got a lot more going to get into the RNC of it all. Uh, going to Nevada, right? One of my favorite states out west. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war and maybe even get a couple of two, couple of three more, uh, more rants. If you stick around, have a Merry Christmas. Short break. Back in a moment. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden? more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. MyPillow.com promo code WARROOM. Make sure you go check out today. Still the 80% inventory sale and sales across the board. It's minus 25 up in Montana. I think it's minus 15 or 20 in, uh, in, uh, up in the Great Plains and in, in um, South Dakota, North Dakota. It's coming south. Everybody's going to be cold. You want to get the, the great slippers, moccasins, bathrobes, blankets, all of it. Go check it out. Massive inventory sale, up to 80% off. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Support the great company up in Minnesota, the armor-piercing shells. And, of course, that is Mike Lindell, and, of course, your humble servants here at the War Room. Let me go back. Uh, Floyd, give us your assessment of, of what we're, we should be looking for today before we let you go cover this. What, what should we be looking for that's going to happen today? Well, I mean, I thought we had a lot of really good testimony yesterday, and uh, today I think uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hear um, less of that kind of testimony. But I do think they made their case yesterday. And my, my question is, is the corruption in the system so systemic that um, this will, you know, that this judge isn't going to do the right thing and we'll have to go on appeal? And the, the problem is, is that the result for Arizonans is so horrible. We have a governor that that we didn't elect and uh, she's opening the border back up there. They're already taking down, Ducey actually started taking down these containers. The cartel functionally controls Arizona, and people need to understand that. The money is flowing here the same way it's flowing in Washington, D.C., and people have been corrupted by it, and uh, so uh, it, it does not look good, in my opinion, for the final result here. Remember that the, the Secretary of State was a former cartel lawyer. This, is what, this gets back to the Todd Benzman. Make sure you understand something. It's not just that the cartels have made themselves a world-class paramilitary um, organization off the money they've taken from human sex trafficking and drugs. Um, they have also, they're spreading the cash around. They're smart business people. Don't ever think our enemies are dumb. Our enemies are not dumb. Our leaders are dumb, but our enemies are not dumb. And they're and, spreading cash all over, including in Arizona. Correct, Floyd Brown? Yes. And what they do is they launder money through real estate. They buy homes, then they sell homes, and they buy homes, and then they sell homes. And, and, and they're using that to wash their money through the real estate system. And when they do that, all of the officials that are involved from uh, the notaries to um, the people that oversee it, the recorder's office, they're all implicated in this criminal the real conspiracy. Estate, look, the banking. Okay. So people that were out here or followed this closely understand one thing. Carrie Lake would talk about election integrity. We got to get back, but the national media, it was the guardian and uh, of, of uh, man, the Manchester guardian or the guardian newspaper and MSNBC that play that up every day. What, if you followed her around, her number one thing was, um, was uh, it call, it's, it's, as soon as she took her hand off the Bible, on the 2nd of January, when she was sworn in, probably at the border, she was going to declare a state of emergency and an invasion of the Arizona border and put it up into Joe Biden's face and immediately call out the National Guard, everything to shut down the cartels. 
She was a fire breather. And Ducey's putting up there, and after he, he's putting up because he wants to run for Senate. He's putting up a couple more, you know, tractor trailers. It's pure performative, just a joke. They're right. A yeah, joke. they're taking him down. But, but 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 they wanted to take. They wanted to take. Yeah, they're taking. They're even taking him down. It's so embarrassing. They they wanted to get rid of Kerry Lake because for the first time he had a true fire breather that was going to take it. And listen, when I say the financial and real estate community in, in the state of Arizona, there's tons of cartel money flushing, to, rolling through there, baby. D- tons of cartel cash rolling through there. It's an it's a, it's a ec- economic system now. And that's the reason they want to carry Lake not to be governor, and they want uh, an open borders radical like Katie Hobbs to be governor, and they selected her. Floyd, how do people get to the uh, to the Western Journal? How, how do we follow you? Because you got great well, coverage on this. WesternJournal.com is our website where we post everything. And I've been posting on Twitter and through social at Floyd Brown. So you can find me at Floyd Brown on Twitter and on through social. Floyd, thank you so much for taking time away. I know you want to get back to the trial. Uh, Michael Patrick Leahy, do you think that they were able to show yesterday that they actually violated in 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 uh, uh, Arizona statute about the processes on the record with statutes uh, for running of the elections, sir? I think they did a, a good job of presenting doubt on that. Today is going to be the key. The the defendants of uh, representing uh, Maricopa County and the Secretary of State Hobbs uh, have promised they're going to show that they have the receipts for the two hundred ninety eight thousand. Uh, uh, chain of custody documents on uh, vote by mail election day. I'm skeptical they'll produce it. If they don't produce it, then I think uh, Carrie Lake's team will have to drive home the point today in closing arguments that that failure to produce those critical chain of custody documents was sufficient to change and alter the outcome of the election. That's the key to look for today. Leahy, how do people follow Arizona Sun-Times and your overall uh, um, news network, Star News Network, and yourself, sir? How do they do that? ArizonaSunTimes.com, TheStarNewsNetwork.com, and, of course, our flagship, TennesseeStar.com. You can reach me on Twitter and Getter at Michael P. Leahy. That's Michael P. Leahy. Uh, Leahy, thank you very much. I know you want to go back thank to covering you, it. Steve. Let me bring you Heather Mullins. Thanks for hanging around. Heather, here, here's the reason this is big. Things that are brought up in Arizona and the Cary Lake tie right back to 2020. What <laughs> Heather Mullins is telling you is what she's focused on, and that's 10,000 votes in Arizona in 2020. You got 11,000. No, they, I don't care. Maybe Bannon, you got to give it. We're not giving it up. Look at no. what's happened since they removed Trump. Look at the FBI yesterday. Uh, look at the FBI yesterday coming out with that ridiculous statement. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play that in a second, but Heather. Just tell me now back to appeals court, then back to the, the trial judge. What how long do you think this process is going to take before we start getting our hands on the receipts, ma'am? You know, uh, Steve, they're going to put up a fight. I mean, Fulton County didn't hire a criminal defense lawyer and one of the top ones in the state for a reason. This is like a criminal getting pulled over by the cops and is doing anything they can to prevent going to jail. They're going to fight this tooth and nail right up until the end. Hopefully, we got to keep praying for our judges, both the judge that's overseeing Carrie Lake lawsuit and Judge Brian Amaro in, in Georgia. I mean, if you think that the, that cartel money isn't being used to bribe people or threaten people or blackmail people, especially judges, 
that could potentially determine the outcome of an election that, you know, in Georgia's case, controlled the Senate and in Carrie Lake's case, controls the border. This is big time stuff. And and the other point I want to drive home, if you're going to run for office, you need the Carrie Lake attitude where it's not just you run and come election day, you walk away with your tail between your legs. You have to fight in the court system, in the court systems right up until the end. So many America First candidates in states that we know there was fraud. Look at the Gretchen Whitmer case, right? The FBI was found um, being a part of that kidnapping plot, right? So if you don't think that they're working with people in, in Michigan to cheat and steal the elections, you're crazy. And if you're running there, you need to run beyond election day. You need to run in the courtrooms. You need to go there and fight tooth and nail and not walk away, not concede. The fraud that we saw that I've been digging into for our elections, it's not just one state. This is organized crime on a multi-state level. Some of the 2000 mules geofencing data show the same people that were harvesting ballots in places like Georgia. The same people were in Arizona. Okay, so there is some some common ground here that, that, that they're going across state lines, the same players. So this is something we all need to pay close attention to, because if we don't have our elections, we don't have our country. Remember, all they're talking about, you go on MSNBC and CNN and our beloved New York Times and Washington Post, you know, all of it. You look at the Times, they, they, all they're talking about down in Georgia, you don't hear this. You don't hear Helen Mother's report. You don't hear Garland Favorito. They don't want to talk about this. All they're talking about is a grand jury that they've got uh, for Trump sitting there going, hey, it's only 11,000 votes. I think there's enough discrepancies out there. Robinsberger, why don't we take a look at some of these discrepancies? So two years later, you got the Supreme Court of Georgia, who, trust me, got a couple of three Democrats on there, right? Supreme Court of Georgia reverses it and saying, maybe this has got to go back to the trial judge to get to it. Yet all you're hearing is about the grand jury that, you know, for the fake electors, right? The fake electors. And you got part of this omnibus. Remember when you're calling, everybody's telling me that you're calling, they've jammed the boards, they're not even taking your calls. Remember, They've tucked under the Electoral Count Act. They've made changes to the Electoral Count Act. You know why? Because what was done was a totally according to the Electoral Count Act. That's where they got changed. It. Heather, we got to bounce. What's your social media, ma'am? Thank you so much, Steve. It's Talk Mullins. I'm on Getter. I'm on Truth Social. I'm on Rumble. Uh, you know, I'm still on Instagram, Twitter, all of the all of the places. Same handle, Talk Mullins. Thank you, guys. Heather, you keep grinding. You're a fighter. You're not going to back yeah, off. Definitely. So are you, her, her, Steve, man. I lost my voice <laughs> because I was screaming for you at America Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Heather's one of those. Heather, thank you. So sweet. You, 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 you young people out there really showed, showed me the future. It's the future. Fighters like you, you're not going to back off. And that's what's so great. So great about Real America's voice. You got Parker Sig and the entire team put together this young team of people really under 30, 35 are just killers. Heather, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Okay, um, we're going to take, I tell you what, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to go to Nevada. I want everybody, go on Getter also. You can do two things at one time. You're the war room. I think we're, I think we're now a cadre. I'm going to talk about cadre formation, right? Uh, that's one of my inspirations coming out of, uh, coming out of, um, uh, out of uh, the Phoenix, the, the Turning Point USA. And I'm so glad that, that everybody showed up there. It was incredible, the turnout of the, uh, of the war room posse, this audience. Uh, we're going to go to, we got Seagal Chata. Uh, he's got some breaking news on this whole uh, fiasco over at the RNC. She's going to join us here momentarily. Take a short commercial break. Be back in a moment. Just 
people complain about the state of our country are the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the, word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay, we're going to have an update momentarily on the trial out there. We're going to also go to Rome. We get Ben uh, Ben Harnwell up on Ukraine and also uh, what's happening here in the country. I want to go to Nevada, though, the great state of Nevada and uh, Seagal Chata. Seagal, you've got some news for us, man. By the way, uh, the audience loved you the other day, so you're a new War Room favorite. Uh, tell us what you um, – although you were a little restrained, a little restrained. That's okay. I was. I, I was. A little guarded. <laughs> you were got- <laughs> A little guarded, I but that's okay. I was a little okay. guarded you for you. I was here a first timer. <laughs> Much were, more comfortable you, now, Steve. Okay, great. What do you got for us this morning? So last time I was here, we were talking about Michelle Fiore. That was 72 hours ago. Things move at breakneck speed here in the state of Nevada. Michelle Fiore has been appointed for a judge, justice of the peace of Nye County. And I will be stepping up to run in her position for her position for Republican National Committee woman. So I was asked to do the job um, in 72 hours. I found out so much, Steve, um, about how much my state was neglected, how much our candidates were neglected by the RNC. And, you know, I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to run. I'm going to get this job done and I'm going to make Nevadans crowd um we're gonna do we're gonna see a lot of changes come to nevada well what you had you told us the other day was pretty shocking right particularly given laxalt uh yourself uh jim marchant who's running secretary of state and head of the coalition i mean people had a lot of um in maga and america first and trump movement had a lot invested not just financially but emotionally in Nevada, a great slate of candidates have run very tough primaries and kind of, you know, you were the team. And then to see you guys win essentially up 22,000 votes and have it stolen. What is your specific, if you've uncovered it, what is your, because you mentioned some things the other day, 
What is your specific beefs against the RNC that you would now say, hey, look, I've had enough. If Michelle's going to go take this uh, this judge, uh, this justice of the peace job, I'm going to step up and actually put my name and I'm going to enter the arena here for the RNC committee woman. W- what is your specific beef? So let me tell you, first of all, we know that Nevada has universal mail-in ballots. We know that Nevada has ballot harvesting. It was decriminalized in 2020. Look, the the Republican regional political director back in 2020 was Jeremy Hughes. Um, You know, so it's the same players. I want to know what was done to mitigate, okay, these issues that we had in Nevada that we lost 2020. Okay, we dealt with election integrity here in Nevada in 2020. There were no I want to know why there were no mitigating efforts. Okay, to ensure that ballot harvesting was taken care of. Um, We know that universal mail in ballots, it's here for a long time. What were the mitigating um, factors done that that were taken to ensure that we had free and fair elections? Look, they were counting ballots for six days after that. Where was the RNC? Why is it that the RNC, I never saw the chairwoman one time? How is it that three of our statewide candidates were never invited to any RNC events? There were millions spent in Nevada. Where did that money go to? I'll tell you what, Steve, it didn't go to me, Michelle, or Jim, okay? And we were America first candidates. So I want to know why half my slate was deliberately torpedoed by the RNC or in collaboration with Nevada consultants. And there's a lot of questions I've got, a ton of questions. And I want to find this out. And let me tell you, Steve, I will make sure that never again will a candidate be left vulnerable in the state of Nevada by the RNC. That I could promise you. So how do people uh, on social media, how do people find you to find out more now that you're going to run for the RNC? They know you're from the AG race, but how do they find out more about uh, your specific complaints and your uh, focus on cleaning this mess up? We've got to get Nevada. There are too many conservatives, too many Republicans, too many independents that lean conservative, too many working class Democrats that have had it with the union corruption, have had it with the remnants of the Harry Reid machine, and quite frankly, had it with some of the fat cat uh, donors that run the casinos out there that are Republicans because it's a hermetically sealed. They got their deal. I mean, you guys were up, I don't know, 22 on, on, on that, on that first weekend, you were up 22,000 votes and they just, they just stole it. They knew exactly the number they had to hit. They said, okay, let's rally it. Let's get these things harvested. And they knew exactly what they had to do. And you're right. We have to break that. There are too many good people out there to be disenfranchised. So how do people find out uh, more about this race with you, ma'am? So they could find me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the social media, Getter Truth, um, Chatter for Nevada. You know, Stephen, I want to tell you something. I do believe that this is a serious racketeering enterprise, and I'm going to make sure that Nevadans never, ever, no Nevada candidate should go through what half hour slate went through. And that'll never happen again. Never. What you say, give me a minute. When you say racketeering, when somebody like you says that, that has your legal chops, that means something. Give me, give me 60 seconds. When you say racketeering, what do you mean, ma'am? Collaboration. You know, it was very clear. I had a Republicans for Reed chairman. Okay. In November of 2021, tell me that his wife is going to run against me. Tell me that he's already secured a consultant, um, you know, and then she was out. 
and then it was a collaborative effort to keep America first candidates. There are so many, you know, I've got stories on stories of a year and a half of campaigning and everything that we had to go through. Look, Jim, Michelle and I, we were we were left away from certain events. It was deliberate. When I say racketeering enterprise, I mean it in the most uh, legal sense. And I do believe that that was what happened. And, you know, I, I could prove it. I could absolutely prove it. You know, in the past 72 hours, what I found out is disgusting. Um, and, you know, it's never going to happen again. I'm never going to let another candidate go through what the three of us went through. Period. End of story. I think as people like you, I think if people like you start becoming committee men and women, I think there might be some change, right? I understand they're running for the top jobs and Lindell and, uh, and you got people that are running that are talking about change, but I think also at the committee level, right? I think they get, uh, get, um, you know, folks like yourself. It's the kind of thing that the Harmeet Dillons and the, and the Mike Lindells need, even if they win the, the top jobs, you, you need, this is need to, this needs to be rejuvenated all the way down the line. And I think that's, it's fantastic that you're in the race, ma'am. So thank you for coming on and breaking it on here. Thank you so much, Steve. Have thank a good you. weekend. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Um, I want to play. Can I play? I, I got uh, Harnwell and I got Harnwell all worked up. So, but I want to play the FBI. Can I play the uh, Sandra Smith FBI clip from yesterday? And then I want to bring in uh, Ben Harnwell about this. We are getting our first response from the FBI to the Twitter file dumps. The statement reads, the correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional longstanding and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements, which involve numerous companies over multiple sectors and industries. As evidenced in the correspondence, the FBI provides critical information to the private sector in an effort to allow them to protect protect themselves and their customers. The men and women of the FBI work every day to protect the American public. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. That just in. Okay, so so the Twitter is not about First Amendment. Everybody's talking about freedom of speech, First Amendment, it's not about that. It's about a the national security and intelligence apparatus having a platform with Facebook and others to be able to determine the direction of this country. And they were part of a coup. And now they're saying, yeah, we just do it all the time. That's not going to be good enough. And I want to bring Harnwell in because here's what you're going to need. You're going to need a house of representatives. And Comer's saying, I mean, Comer's saying all the right things. And he's fired up. He's been pretty, uh, kind of a middle-of-the-road guy, but he's on there every day uh, fired up. And this is what you're going to have to do to confront. Now they just gave the gavel to Nancy Pelosi for a year. So you've got investigations and that's what Comer's going to do over at oversight, but you need the appropriations process to say, Hey, FBI zero, zero for the American Gestapo until we bring you to heel. And that's what we need to do. Harnwell. Uh, I know you're very close to Steve Cortez and, 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 and really appreciate all his insights, particularly on the economy, global capital markets. And as it relates to your beat, is our hitter international, but I think you take exception uh, yesterday, and you, you said you wanted to come on and give the countervailing your countervailing opinion about the leadership here in the United States, sir. I did, Stephen. Thanks very much for for letting me to uh, giving me the moment to leave my traditional beat of international news to throw in my uh, 
to sense with on this. Yeah, I mean, um, look, I, I love Steve Cortez. He's absolutely great. Um, and I respected him a lot when he said yesterday he's going to lose some support on what he was about to, the, the idea he was about to expound on the show. And I'm going to do the same thing, right? I'm going to say there are going to be some people who will take offense at what I'm about to say. They'll think that it's disloyal to Donald Trump. Um, and, and they, you know, they might even stop following me on Get and all the rest of it. And just as Steve Cortez said yesterday, he, you know, he's okay um, with, with rubbing some people up the wrong way on this. It's not his intention. Exactly the same with me here. There are good people on both sides of this argument, uh, and I don't claim to have a monopoly on the truth. That said, right, let's get into the, uh, into the, the meat of this particular dish. Um, and for me, the issue is here when it comes to whom should the, the Republicans pick as their next speaker. The issue is, from a MAGA perspective, who does MAGA belong to? Okay, that's fundamentally the ontological question as a movement. Um, now, there are some people that will suggest that it belongs to Donald Trump. I mean, he certainly coined the phrase, make America great again. Um, and they might say that MAGA really started when President Trump descended like, like a Greek god in, in, in an old, in one of the a Greek play down the escalator. Um, and that's when MAGA was born. I actually uh, want to say that it uh, precedes that moment. And therefore, therefore, um, it is really up to the movement itself to decide which political leadership it wants to take. And that is not an act of disloyalty towards Donald Trump. I'm going to speculate. Look, everyone has, will have their own idea on this. I want to say, for me, right, and I'll just say this because I think that the building of a myth, of a, of a narrative myth, is important to where we want to go with this. For me, right, make America, before make America great again even existed, before even make America great existed, there was a concept of make America. And that moment, for me, is when General Washington was on his knees in the snow of Valley Forge in 1777-78, praying to Jesus Christ, when everything looked totally hopeless. I think that is when I'm going to say that the, the MAGA m m movement first has its initiative. That being said, let's move forward 250 years and speculate, right? If this movement does not belong to Donald Trump and it belongs to we the people, and I say that as a non-American, right? If the movement, the, the MAGA movement belongs to we the people, it is we the people's right and responsibility because it is an inalienable right to pick one's political leadership to say, thank you very much, Mr. President, with your recommendation for Kevin McCarthy, but it's not an act of disloyalty to you, but we think differently, right? It is up to the movement itself to pick its political leadership, even, you know, it will pick its, its presidential um, nominee. And it's that, that presidential nominee's responsibility to respond to the movement. It's not his responsibility. I'll give way and I'll come back. Okay, uh, hang on. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be right back. Ben Harwell, we also have a video from uh, President Trump about the omnibus. We're going to play that in its entirety when we return here in the war room. And you are Because we're taking down the CCP Spread the word of the Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone We rejoice when there's no more Let's take down the CCP COVIDtaxrelief.org Got a small retail business Almost $80,000 
covidtaxrelief.org, got a manufacturing business, nearly 250 grand. And covidtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. There has arrived the new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, uh, up on True Social right now, you can go to True Social. President Trump has a very powerful message about the omnibus. We're getting it booted up right now in Denver. And as soon as we're ready to play it, we, we will play it before the end of the show if we can download it. But go to True Social right now and you can check it out. Uh, ben, um, so I get the point, but it's, uh, I'm really pressed for time. Can you get to the point? This It's not an act of disloyalty to Donald Trump for MAGA to say, thank you, Mr. President, for promoting Kevin McCarthy, but we do not want him as our speaker. That's essentially my point. Um, the, the, the idea okay, but why don't okay, but okay, okay, I got that. He went for Kevin McCarthy, but give us your why. Why are you not? Uh, and I understand you're MAGA, but you're not an American citizen. What's your beef against? Be specific. Give me your top three reasons why you don't think Kevin McCarthy should be. You, you go counter to Steve Cortez. You don't believe Kevin McCarthy should be speaker. No. no. Um, well, right, let me give you one reason. He he said that that. Um, uh, he came out against Donald Trump after January the 6th. As simple as that. Well, Donald, okay, I got that. But Donald Trump's forgiving him for that. Donald Trump was whipping for yeah. him. Is that not good, en- Donald, is that not good enough for no, you? No, no, it's not good. No, it's not good enough for me, Steve. Donald Trump also endorsed Mitch McConnell. He, he's responsible for Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. I love and respect Donald Trump, but he's lousy when it comes to endorsements. This is the point I want to say. I know it's going to upset some people. The point has to be said. MAGA needs to take the, 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 the decision-making process of its candidates to itself. It doesn't need its elected rep- representatives to endorse basically dodgy candidates. Because you're a student of politics. You did a great job, obviously, in the, in the, in the, in the UK and then in Brussels. Uh, when I met you, you were a political operative. What um what what's your to Cortez? Hey, Kevin McCarthy's not perfect. I think Trump would say this. He's far from perfect, and Trump knows he he abandoned 
Trump in a, in a very critical moment. But it's the best of a bad lot. He, he's heard Matt Gates. He appreciates what Matt Gates said, but he's looked at the alternatives and said, hey, looking at the alternatives right now, I think Kevin, McCar- in my judgment, Kevin McCarthy is the best. So looking at the alternatives, what would you say to that, sir? Um, I think we need to back away from Kevin McCarthy and seriously consider alternatives. There were other candidates there, you know, people like Lee Zeldin or, or Steve Scalise. I don't know how much they want the job, um, but there are other people there. We need to, MAGA needs to shine the torchlight on these people. We can't keep smacking our head against the brick wall and the blood and gristle everywhere. Keep saying, why do I have a headache? If we want a substantial change in Washington, D.C., we have to get behind people who will deliver that change. We can't keep sort of, sort of going behind swamp creatures. Because let, otherwise let we're going to split this movement apart. Well, this, is what, this is what Ross Vogt calls the cartel, that you can't play into the cartel, the cartel will never change. And he says no personal beef against Kevin McCarthy as a person. He says he's part of the cartel. Let me ask you about this thing last night and how it played the cartel. And Kevin McCarthy was there. Elise Stefanik and others did not show. I think 86 uh, I believe only 80, I think 86 Republicans showed up. I think the rest did not show. Uh, I may have that reverse. It may be 86 that, that didn't show and the rest did. Um, uh, Zelensky, that was to do as much to show Europe that America is in and that, that the American elites are throwing in big dollars, correct? I just want to put it in perspective. When you talk about the cartel and how our leadership's not good enough, uh, Zelensky came over here to essentially play that leadership not just for making the pitch as a lobbyist for Ukraine yeah. and the Ukrainian yeah. oligarchs, yeah. but just as much to show Europe. Am I incorrect on that, yeah. sir? No, no. I mean, this is, this is why I tried to make uh, the point I tried to make on the show yesterday. This was theater. Bringing Zelensky over to D.C. was theater. It was little to do with Zelensky, little to do with him getting more uh, military or financial support, and everything to do with the swamp having a pretext to pilfer the American people yet again, to browbeat them yet again into, into sort of more taxes, more debt. I mean, it's absolutely clear that the national debt is, is, the, is the existential threat that faces the United States of America today. It's not Russia's invasion to, um, to Ukraine. And the, and the Democrats and the Republicans are the uni party in this. They all went over. They had the identical photos with Zelensky in Kiev. There is no difference between the blue team and the red team on these issues. But this is the fundamental point. And there's never going to be a difference on these issues unless the movement says, right, respectfully to all concerned, thank you, but we're going to pick people who will represent this movement. We don't need a king to tell us... Uh who we ben, need to, ben, to have to elect? Ben, we got to bounce because I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get this video into President Trump anonymous. Thank real quickly. How do people get to you? It's Ready? at Hornwell. If you want to, okay. if you want to stop following ben, me, no, Ben. Hornwell. Ben, we got to we got to bounce because I'm out of time. Let's play the let's play the, the Trump video. Every single Republican should vote no on the ludicrous, unacceptable $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill. It's a disaster for our country, and it also happens to be a disaster for the Republican Party because they can stop it. Biden and the radical Democrats are trying to ram through this monstrosity in the dark of night 
when no one has even had a chance to read. It's over 4,000 pages crammed with left-wing disasters, Washington betrayals, and special interest sellouts, all designed to keep the corruption going without lifting a single finger to solve the problems that matter to hardworking families and Americans. The bill provides $1.9 billion for so-called border management to process illegal aliens and release them into our country, but it incredibly prohibits those funds from ever being used for border security to prevent illegal aliens from coming in in the first place. And most importantly, we're giving $500 million to other countries for border security and for the building of walls. Can you believe this? But we're not allowed to use any money for border security or the building of walls. This bill will make the border worse. It will make crime worse. It will make the economy worse. It will make inflation worse. It will make every single one of Joe Biden's total catastrophes even more ruinous and damaging to our country. Our country is going to hell because of what they've done in the last two years. Passing a spending bill now, before Republicans take control of Congress on January 3rd, would squander our best chance to hold Biden fully accountable. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat123.com slash Bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.